Hi, and welcome to Storytime on the Year Going Podcast. And I just want to start off by saying that this episode is not in the typical realm of what we talk about. It is purely a story that I hope will bring you entertainment, but also I just got interrupted by a child. So this is also not kid-friendly, all right? This story is probably rated R, kind of scary. <laughs> I've also been nervous to talk about it because I don't know. I'm just nervous to talk about it because I don't want this person to come and find me. They are a dangerous individual. Uh, but we're going to tell the story just because I've. it's like one of my stories that I'm like, this is kind of crazy and I can't believe that I know this person and we're well, like my heart's already racing thinking about it. But I am not in my typical space. I'm upstairs in a disaster of a playroom. It's actually not too bad, but definitely needs some organizing and some purging up here. All right, let's get into a couple things before we jump into this um, delightful true crime with Kim Perry. I taught a murderer. No, that sounds bad as a, <laughs> what can we, how do I say it? One of my students turned out to be a murderer. Yeah, it's not a good situation, but here's what's going on this week. Today, Divi is having a sale because we are in our Divi era. Divi shampoo and conditioner is part of my rotation. I don't like to use the same shampoo repeatedly over and over and over. I just like to, I like to switch it up. And these are part of my rotation. I do, however, use the drops, the scalp serum. I'm like, there's a better word for it. It's scalp serum. They're these little drops that nourish your scalp. They help remove product buildup. So if you're using dry shampoo all the time, yeah, me too. Um, it helps fight against thinning hair, the appearance of thinning hair. Um, there's caffeine in there to help stimulate the roots. Uh, tea tree oil, amino acids. I love how it feels like, especially after you clean your hair, you put a few drops in and then style it. It feels refreshing and it's helping that hair growth, which I have needed now <laughs> since I started having kids. Okay, so the sale details, it's 27% off and this is in honor of Taylor Swift. And you're like, what does 27 have to do with Taylor Swift? I'm going to tell you. <laughs> 1989. Who else was born the same year as Taylor Swift? I mean, come on. So cool. 1989. So we add up the one, the nine, the eight, and the nine, and it equals 27 because we're in our Divi era. Everyone loves Taylor Swift. So it's tw everything's 27% off. So the scalp serum is normally $48. I'll put my link below. It's going to make it $35.04. There's also a starter bundle that includes the shampoo, conditioner, and the scalp serum. It's normally over $100, but it's on sale right now for $76. So we're getting some really good deals. I have not seen prices this low since probably Black Friday. So jump on it if you've been looking for fuller, thicker hair or quicker growth. I mean, I love it. I feel like my hair and my scalp is healthier and health is always what we're going for here. So I'm going to leave that below. Divi sale because we're in our Divi era. What I've watched this week, I've watched a lot. I subscribed to Hulu. I did it. I pulled the trigger. I'm mad at Netflix for kicking us all out of my sister's account. <laughs> And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go over to Hulu. I sometimes feel like Netflix is like repetitive. Like it's the same stuff. It, it takes a, like weeks for there to be like a new it show that everyone's watching or sometimes like months. And I always find like little gems over on Hulu and I watched a couple. Okay. I've watched like a few things, which I'm not proud of. Like why am I watching so much TV? First, I watched Aaron Carter on Hulu. It is about 
his life and his sad fall now that he has passed away. Yeah, it's just called Aaron Carter, the Prince of Pop, the Little Prince of Pop. That was his nickname. But it brings you through his, you know, his start and just being part of the Backstreet Boys, or not being part of it, but being with the Backstreet Boys all the time on tour. And that's how he kind of got his start. His hits, like I Want Candy, Aaron's Party. Oh my gosh, he had so many. And he was such like a sweet guy and it was it was really sad. I'm just going to say that. It was sad to watch because there, his whole family had so many issues and mental health, substance abuse. They just were all struggling and they like couldn't help each other. It's really sad. But I watched it because I didn't realize how badly he went downhill. I wasn't following him closely. Like I didn't, I wasn't even aware like what he was up to in 2022. I wanted to get caught up and kind of like know the pieces of the story, which led to a very sad ending. So rest in peace, Aaron Carter. His son is adorable though. He has like a 18 month old. Maybe he's two now. All right. Next, I watched The Age of Influence. I started watching this because the first episode is about a girl who is friends with Anna Delvey. Do you know Anna Delvey from Inventing Anna on Netflix? Which I know I watched that and that show was like so slow and hard to get through, but it was based on a true story. So that's why I wanted to watch it. I would have preferred to watch like a documentary, but it was like acting. It was slow, but it was so interesting watching how she deceived all of these people and like she wasn't a con man, but she kind of what it was. Go watch Inventing Anna or or don't. <laughs> but basically, it was about this girl who created this power for herself that everyone just assumed she had all this money and all this power, and she she didn't. She came from nothing. She convinced people to give her money and then committed a bunch of fraud. So, <laughs> anyways, there are other influencers. Actually, there's six episodes. So each one is about a different person. The first one is about this girl named Danielle Miller, which I had never heard of her. She was known as Swiffer Girl, which apparently was a viral video that went around of her. She made an inappropriate video at age 14 and it went like viral. It was like 2004. So it was before I was even like online watching videos. So I never knew what this was. But anyways, now she's grown. She's like a 30 something year old. And she's an influencer, but she was committing fraud. She was stealing other people's identities to get lots of money and to flaunt it on Instagram. So that was kind of crazy. The next one was about Jay Mazzini. He was one of those influencers that went viral in like 2020 during COVID. And he was like handing out money and drive throughs like $10,000, handing out all this cash. And he was also stealing that from people. So it's really crazy. It was a very eye-opening of like, you really have no idea who people are on social media. And it's almost like the people who flaunt money and fancy things the most actually ha have the least. Not that they have the least, but like it's not truly theirs. They just want you to think it's theirs. The third episode I started watching, didn't finish, but it was about um, F the F Factor diet, which I want to finish because I thought that was kind of interesting. Like this girl created this F Factor diet with these fiber supplements and people were getting really sick from them. That's scary stuff right there. I don't know if it was fraudulent or w w there was a feud there. So we're going to have to finish that episode. There's a couple more. The la <laughs> Before I finished this series, I started watching Ashley Madison. <laughs> Ashley Madison on Hulu. These are all on Hulu. It's a three-part docu-series about the website Ashley Madison, which I was kind of aware of, but not really. But it's a website 
for married individuals that want to have an affair with another married individual. It's pretty sleazy of them, but it kind of takes you through like the rise of like how it became so popular. But this is kind of like a spoiler alert. What's funny is that more than 80% of the users were men and only 20% of women on that website. (laughs) So the men were like they didn't have a lot of women to pick from but the women had a lot of men to pick from isn't that funny it's not funny but these people are trying to cheat on their spouses really sad but eventually this is another spoiler alert the whole they didn't have good it like security on the back end and all of the people who were registered all of their information got leaked so if you looked up their name it would tell you if they were a user (laughs) So you could find literally like your boss on there, your neighbor, your spouse, like they were everyone who ever got on that website was completely exposed. (sighs) Karma. Okay. So (laughs) again, that is three episodes. I didn't finish them all. Um, And this has just been kind of like mindless stuff I've been watching. Nothing like crazy interesting. For workouts, we wrapped up the heat wave challenge. We are moving into, I'm moving into abs after baby. I like the level two schedule. That's where I'm going to be at. If you want to join me today, I will leave the link below. Um, Otherwise, if you want to repeat the heat wave or if you have never tried before, I'm going to link the heat wave challenge below. It's in my monthly membership mom fuel. So once you join at the monthly rate, you will get access to the heat wave challenge. You can start today. It will bring you to Labor Day weekend because there, if you think about it that way, there's still six weeks left of summer, right? Because that's another big cookout weekend. It feels like the, yes, we're, we might be back to school, but like we're still in summer vibe. We're still in the summer headspace. So if you start today, it'll bring you through the rest of the summer. There are five workouts a week, a video for each one. You just follow right along. All the work is taken out for you. I am also encouraging you to go for a one mile walk a day just to get outside and enjoy the summer weather. I have to do that for myself. So I added that to the challenge, linking that below. All right, let's get into true crime with Kim Perry. Story time. Okay. So here's a story. I used to be a teacher. You know that. I used to teach graphic design to high school students. I started teaching in 2013 in the fall. So I taught, you know, ninth through 12th grade. The junior class that was going into the school year was a very interesting group. It always ended up that way. Like the odd number years of gra- like the people that graduated in an odd year, not including us. I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about the kids I taught. <laughs> we always seem to get like kids who were more rough around the edges or just like <laughs> interesting. Like I love them all. But this was the juniors, right? They were class of 2015 and they were, there was, it was a very colorful group. We had angry kids. We had happy kids. We had funky kids. We had everybody mixed together. So it was a crazy group. But within the group, there was this one individual and her name, because she's a woman, the time she was a girl, is Julia, Julia Enright. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about her before I tell you that she is the treehouse killer. She became a murderer. Okay. It's scary. And like, I, Julia, if you're listening, listen, Mrs. L, I still care. Like, I still think about you. And I hope, geez, I don't want to hope anything right now. Oh, I'm just like, if she hears this, what is she going to... Okay. Before I dive into what she did, let me tell you how we met. We met in the classroom, obviously. She was a straight A student. Straight A. Very obedient. She tutored 
one of my co-teachers, his daughter was in middle school at the time and she tutored her in math. She's very smart, super professional, spoke to the staff, uh, very, she's well-spoken, very polite. Yeah, just a hard worker. She was very talented because we taught, I taught graphic design. So she was very talented with drawing. She was great in Photoshop. She would make these great, cool illustrations. She always understood the assignment. She got her work done on time. Like she's a good kid. Like for a teacher, like that's the type of student you want. Someone who is going to follow the rules, do their work and excel in, in the field that you're teaching them in. So a couple things that were just a little just a little off. Like maybe looking back now, knowing what I know, actually, I thought these things were kind of off when I was teaching too. There's a couple. One in particular, I know she lived like not on a farm, but they had like farm animals. She found it so interesting. They went to make brownies, her and her friends, the other girls like in the class or just a couple that were friends with her. And they went to make brownies and they used eggs from the chickens. And one of the eggs had started to fertilize. Basically, there was a little tiny unborn chick in the egg instead of the yolk. Like it was a little chicken. And I remember them telling me that story and I was like, that would be so disturbing for me. But for her, it just, it wasn't. And I was like, well, maybe she's like, <laughs> she grew up on a farm. Like she's got these animals. Like it's probably, it's probably happened before. But like when you're baking, you're going to bake something and you go to put an egg yolk in and it's actual like little, mm. okay. So that, that could have been nothing. Um, She also described herself and this is like, I'm talking 10 years ago. She described herself as asexual. And at the time, like I had never even heard that term before. And my co-teacher, like like she would talk openly about this like with us. I didn't know anybody that was asexual. And I was kind of like, huh, asexual. What does that, how do you, okay. It's just something to process. She was, okay. So this is another thing about her that was like kind of cool. Is like she was an R, R, JROTC, junior ROTC, which is like a military class that they would go to. So very regimented. And she'd have to like wear this, you know, military uniform a couple days a week to to school. But when she didn't have to, grunge rock was like her style, which is so strange to think about. Like if you heard the behavior I was describing and then picture like grunge, punk, rocker, that was her, that was her style. It was, but for me, like being someone who teaches art, like you see kids dressed in all different ways and it's just a self-expression, but it makes me, it makes me think now the grunge, the rock, the punk, the like choker necklaces and like fishnet sleeves with, I, <laughs> okay, I'm, I am sorry. I keep getting uncomfortable about this because <laughs> I'm scared. I don't want anyone to come after me, but this is the truth. I'm just reporting. I'm now, from now I'm just going to report what happened? So now it's flash forward. Was it 2018? It must have. Okay. I got to get my facts straight. And if you are, if you hear this story and you're like, whoa, this is kind of crazy. There are TikToks about her. It's on YouTube. It. Uh, she was also on Women Behind Bars. Uh, there was like a little docu-series show watch behind bars women inside is that i think that's what it's called you can find this exact same episode on youtube i will link it below if you want to watch this it shows a massachusetts correctional facility for women and i actually watched the whole thing not just her little segment and it's it's not funny but like it's interesting for me because i recognize all the names of the towns that they're listing off in there there's a lot of like boston accents going on um <laughs> So that's an episode for you if you are looking for something else to watch later to go along with this. Okay, so anyways, it's 2018. I am pregnant with Rosie and I hear on the news, like on TV, that Julia Enright is being charged for murder. This is the summer before my last like 
going into school year. This is the summer before my last teaching time. I hear this and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like as I said, like I was shocked, but also like, oh, I, I could kind of see that. So let me tell you what, what happened. It's very gruesome. So I'm not going to get into the details. Julia Enright is serving a life sentence after a jury found her guilty of stabbing her ex-boyfriend, Brandon Chickless, who rest in peace, Brandon. He was also a student at the school I taught at. I never worked with him, but it is very sad that this happened to him. After she graduated high school, she became a phlebotomist of all things she could have became. Like with her graphic design background or art skills, she went and became a phlebotomist. So she was doing blood draws regularly blood did not make her squeamish and she made that very clear she said it many times she said it in the documentary about her she also was an open dominatrix she had to wear wigs to her phlebotomist job she worked for quest diagnostics she had to wear wigs because her hair was always either like a crazy color or half shaved or something that wasn't acceptable for her to go to work in so basically what happened she had dated this young boy brandon in high school for a brief period of time apparently and then years go by they're still friends they were texting she says hey come over but this is something that i read and i've been like really cautious about like what i'm reading online because i'm like is this true or did somebody add this in for like seasoning on this story which it doesn't need it's just like creepy they were gonna hang out he left his home and his family never heard from him again. I'm sorry if that was a little like broken up. I think I'm nervous <laughs> explaining this and I don't want to like put it fully in my own words. I'd rather read to you what this what the press has released about it. So it basically says on that fateful day, it is alleged that she lured Brandon to her treehouse. Okay, at the time this girl is 20, 22, 23. She has a treehouse in her yard. Sure, she was on a farm. Let's just okay. She lures him into her treehouse with the intention of killing him. She stabbed him to death before wrapping his body in a blanket, a tarp, and a beige canvas sheet. Then she brought him into the trunk of her car where she proceeded to drive north to New Hampshire and dump his body on the side of the road. Oh my gosh. It's very sad. And like... A it's it's a crazy story because like why? So you're probably wondering that like what happened? So the jury found her guilty of second degree murder because of the text message she sent. And also she had diaries, d journals, I guess you could call them, that straight out said she had an insatiable curiosity to kill a person. Crazy. And like, why did she pick him? So here's the thing. She is a very small person. She might be like five, six, five, seven, but thin, 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 thin. Like I want to say she maybe weighed 100 pounds. The argument here was like, how could she do this by herself? She's so small. How could she get the body out of the treehouse, down out of the treehouse, and then into the car, and then out of the car? Like, that's a lot for a small-framed woman to do this 22, 23-year-old male. He was, you know, much bigger than her. So when I was reading this, what I found now is that they're saying her current boyfriend was involved, and she apparently allegedly committed this murder as a gift to her boyfriend i know it's kind of bizarre it's like so crazy how many years does she get listen she's got life in prison with a possibility for parole after 25 years that scares me like she could be out walking the streets in 25 years that is i don't know i don't know if that's if that's a good idea it's really scary that she could commit such a crime and then just be out walking amongst everybody one thing though in okay so another thing prison 
Right. I always think like, what are people learning when they're in prison? Like you can use prison as a, like, a chance to like learn from your mistakes and grow as a person, or you can use prison as a chance to learn crime and to get better at whatever you did. One thing she did do in prison though, is she sold her artwork for um, food or supplies. Like trading is a big thing in, in prisons. Like I'll trade you two bars of soap for, you know... <laughs> your crackers after like I don't know they just trade for like supplies like oh I need a hair ties and she needs this so I'm gonna trade so she would design tattoos for people and she would hand draw them and sketch them and that was like her form of currency so she would get food or whatever she needed by making custom tattoos for people so I guess she did use her art skills here we are now years later after this has happened after she's been found guilty and she is serving time and she just I think knowing that she could potentially be released is like I think people change but I also think there are some crimes you can commit that can't be forgiven like I just think about his family like it's it's so sad honestly I don't know what I would have done if this had happened while I was teaching like while I was in close contact with this person I think it would have like really been scary but after she graduated like I had not seen her since I still haven't seen her probably since her high school graduation like I have no memory of like running into her after 2015 so if it was closer to that time like I think it's just so crazy when you hear those stories of like yeah I saw him or her at work that day and then that night they went home and killed somebody like that to me would have like I feel like rocked my world differently but now that I've been removed from her it's still crazy but it I feel not as affected by it if that makes sense the true crime in me like this is the thing this whole time I've been talking I am just picturing Julia listening from a jail cell like do they have access to podcasts I don't know is someone gonna tell her that I made this podcast about her I hope not but Julia if you're listening Listen, girl, we need to use your powers for good, not evil. You are a very talented person. You are very smart. There's so much good you can do no matter where you are. And I think you there's an, no better time to start than right now. So let's just turn a new leaf, work on your skills, perfect them, and then use them for good. My true crime lover is like, I'm not meant for this. I'm not cut out for this like true crime in real in real life IRL. I'm meant to just watch true crime while I'm folding laundry and just like vicariously be in that world. Like I, I, I just don't need to be any closer than this. Like this is enough. I know a murderer and the, I'm good. I am good. Like check that off my bucket list. Like not that it was ever on there, but we're good. Oh my gosh. I hope this story time wasn't super awkward because I felt uncomfortable while telling it. Again, if you want to go look up the videos, I want to remind you like a lot of this stuff is embellished for views, for likes, for comments, for clicks, for virality. Like people want their videos to go viral. So they're going to say ridiculous things. Another thing I didn't mention this entire time is that my uncle is a detective for the Massachusetts State Police Department and he worked on this case. I don't know how much else I can say other than I heard the facts directly from him. This was years ago though, so I'm like wondering if he knows any more. All I can say is like what I have said is like messages that I have that I approve. <laughs> like I that's why I'm giving the warning. Like you might hear other stuff out there and it might not be true. So just, you know, fact check. If you want to follow up, go ahead watch the YouTube video. Oh my gosh, this is another thing. If you do watch the video, I hate that I keep laughing during this because I'm like, this is like a sensitive topic, but you'll notice that Julia thinks she's going to get a two-year sentence at the most, 
and she just totally thought she was innocent or they wouldn't get it, weren't going to be able to find her guilty. And they found her guilty not only because she like journaled about it and she was the last one seen with him, but like his blood was all over the treehouse. It was, she put a new rug over it, not thinking like it's already seeped into the wood. Blood was in her car. It was on the stairs of the tree. It was just like how that was quite the story time. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't our regular glow topics and motherhood stuff. I just know I've got a lot of true crime friends out there that I think found this interesting or they might have found this interesting. Um, I've got more stories though. They're not about murderers, but other fun stories. And this might be a segment that we keep in the rotation for now. I hope this filled your 30 minutes with um, a little true crime that maybe you weren't expecting today. (laughs) All right. I will see you next week. Thank you again for listening. Bye.